0: Right, okay, so uh, here we are. This is episode 13 of the Wedding Thinners podcast. Uh, it's just a little bit of a different one this time because obviously lockdown rules means we can't be in a studio. Uh, and also because of uh, the recent arrival of uh, Mr. Adam Hall-Osman's Hall young baby boy, uh, we are not in the studio for that reason as well. So we are now doing things over the internet and doing things via the magic of, uh, well, some sort of video call. And I'm just pleased to be able to see uh, my two wonderful guests today. Um, I have uh, the ever fabulous uh, Damien Edwards uh, can you say hi make sure we can hear you hello hello there's Damien I'm looking at him and he's sitting in some sort of glorious uh forest it looks beautiful yes
1: to see
2: you yeah I live
0: off the trees now <laughs> <laughs> well we'll come on to that in a little bit more detail in a moment uh, and also joining us um I'm not sure where, whereabouts are you Ross you're you're a long way away from from sort of London aren't you
3: uh, no I am back in East London
0: Oh, you're back in yeah. East London. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. All right, cool. Well, he's, he's in East London. We've got Ross Sterling joining us as well. So say hi, Ross. There he is.
3: Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me.
0: that's no worries and thank you both ever so much for uh, taking the time to come and sit down and have a chat with me I should say at this moment in time um, where I'm recording there might be a noise uh, that's uh, like a like a like a klaxon like a beeping sound happens so don't panic Um, it's not a fire alarm or anything but it's just to signal the end of that session Um, I'm I'm actually at my school because it's the quietest place that I have to work at the moment so yeah um, it's uh, we're making do in the situation that we're all in Um, so as you both know Weddington is podcast it's all about just that sort of casual chat and the idea that um you know we can we can um improve our mental health by talking uh talking through our problems that's obviously the given um but yeah i think it's um it's something that's uh that does have have an impact on a lot of people and and some people are, are probably a little bit too restricted on on being happy to chat so um, i'm going to start with um with you ross if that's okay mate um in, in our little chat um Tell me a little bit about you. Who who are you? I mean, I know, but our our listeners won't necessarily know. So just tell us a little bit about what you do, what your background is, please.
3: Yeah, always a a fun place to start. Not (laughs) um, I. Yeah, quite eclectic. Um, On one side, in terms of work, uh, I have a design studio, Studio Juice. um, Started heavily in album covers and music videos. Um, We've been going 15 years now, which is quite scary because I still think I'm. Wow. I was going to say,
0: can I say, I don't think you look old enough to have been doing something for 15 years. What's oh, mate, here he goes. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. I did start just out of, I went straight out of university into it. So, oh. again, never worked for anyone else. Uh, it's been a, a hell of a journey in many ways. And, you know, today we work with some of the world's biggest brands and, and artists. So a real, you know, eclectic uh, nature to, to that. And then uh, that sort of led me down a path of working with music venues um so i'm part of a director of a music venue group and uh, we have i mean that's an another story in itself but uh you know given the times that we're in but we have two two venues in london and we have six in development in north america um and obviously challenging in this world um alongside mm. a, a small art book publishing company um as well so busy to say the least so then- you've got
0: plenty of things to keep you busy then by the sounds of it
3: Exactly, and then I, I it's such a it sounds like such an earnest statement, but I do a lot for charity. Um, yeah. I sort of combine my job uh, with that. Um, I think we're going to come on to some of my projects with War Child, particularly. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I'm also creative director of Nordoff Robbins, um, music therapy charity who do some incredible things. I'm doing an interesting project with them later in the year, uh, and then also M2M. Um, which is Ed Jackson's um charity. Uh he is a wonderful man that has recovered from breaking his neck and um, was a pro rugby pair and you know just has a very great ethos on life. Yeah. Um I've been working with him on his brand, his his charity brand and and activities there. Um so yeah, and knows that, that that sort of sector of charity leads to many adventures. Uh, and challenges which i think we might talk about as well so that's my
0: ramble <laughs> well i'm going to pass over to damien thank you ross what what about you damien uh tell us a little bit about you
2: i am well i'm just a performer really uh a, a singer i mean you and i met um gosh what about 10 years ago or something
1: yeah.
2: just at a random
0: yeah around we'd always corporate. known each i'd always known of you uh, yeah but we'd never actually met until well no because we, we, the reason
1: was
2: no exactly you don't have two male singers that would be ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) they're not pretty you need two female singers but only one male so male singers never meet but um, uh, yeah so I've always been a singer really and and I I, uh, came up doing shows I guess as well musicals and um, uh, concurrently singing with bands and uh, and that's what I've been doing for the last 25 years and it I was mean, all going okay <laughs> until last year
0: yes yeah, something <laughs> happened
2: live entertainment just went as, as you'll know Ross with, with 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 live music venues it's it's uh I mean who would have thought that something like uh COVID would occur and and everything would just stop
0: um despite the fact that we're many, many months within it or in inside it, it still does feel occasionally like a, a film or like yeah. some sort of drama that I've somehow found myself in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, it's just mad. I like I think
3: it. I it's exactly like, I kind of think you have to actually use that and be like, it does feel like a film. Like,
1: yeah. it, this
3: yeah. is going to go down in history forever. Yeah. And we were just talking about it uh, yesterday. It's like, when, when we're old and decrepit, uh, <laughs> we'd be sat there being like, is my zoom on? Can you see me? Oh, you're on mute. And it'll be like that in joke of people yeah. through this era. Next slide,
0: uh, please, will be the one as well, isn't it?
3: Exactly.
0: So, I want to know, why don't they just give that guy a clicker? You know, li- literally like ten quid Amazon. Get him one. I might buy it for him. Put it on your wish list, Chris. Chris Whitty. I'll get you a clicker. <laughs> <laughs> Just please stop saying next slide. But yeah, no, mate. It's it's seriously crazy times. Uh, yeah, and um, I think no matter how many times you say that, it still doesn't. Mm. It never sort of goes away of course it doesn't but hopefully light at the end of the tunnel that's that's uh, that's that's all we can hope isn't it and um certainly uh, for me personally um you know doing this podcast is a nice creative outlet like damien um i've lost a, you know most of my performing opportunities uh, yeah. are gone uh, so this has been absolutely amazing for me from a from a mental health point of view in terms of actually i didn't realize i needed performing uh, quite so much in my mm-hmm. life as, as apparently i do um and i've only learned that when it has literally been ripped away from me. So um, it's been a yeah. interesting journey um, for me personally. And obviously doing this has been a great deal of fun and I've got the chance to chat to some pretty awesome people along the way as well. So Damien, I, I just want to sort of go back to you and like whilst we're on the topic of performing, I mean, you know, you are a, a you're a fantastic performer, you're a, and and I remember that gig so fondly. Um, from, from I actually remember the fact that you and I, having never met physically, but having spoken a lot and and you know and stuff like that, we had the same sort of mischievous on stage persona thing going on. And what I remember very very clearly from that gig was. It was huge. I don't actually remember where the venue was, but it was a massive, massive venue. We're talking, the you know. Grove, Grosvenor, wasn't it? Grosvenor House. I thought it was further away than that. It was huge wherever it was, it was a massive venue because you and I actually decided we'd go out and we our intention was just to go out in the audience and, and get lost, uh, and so that the band couldn't see oh. where we were. And with our wandering mics, all they could do was hear us. And, um, yeah, that, <laughs> I don't know, was, um, wasn't it the wasn't it in Birmingham? One of maybe, the, uh, oh, maybe the ICC, maybe something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, something like but that. That. yeah, just to remember, as soon as I met, him, it was like, ah, oh, Damien is of the same mindset of me, uh, when on stage, but uh, it must have been tough for you to go from somebody who ignoring finances for the moment i mean i presume that from a from a you know from a performance point of view you get something from performing you know you get a buzz you get that vibe from it and and to have that stripped away from you i'm i'm curious to know you know what your initial reaction was let's say you know april and nobody knows really Mm. what's going to happen you know where are you at that point and versus where you are now like how how does it feel then versus Uh... now
2: well, I think like a lot of people in the, in the sort of uh, the the business, um, we were all kind of thinking it'll be all right by the summer, you know. Yeah. So then it was like, okay, so I'm not going to be earning much money for the next, you know, three or four months, but but um, it'll be okay, you know. And then of course, and and actually, we hit August, and I and I did about I did about four or five things, but they were all open air, of course. Yeah. Um, and I was, and I was thinking, oh, well, maybe things are getting back to normal. And then, and then we got to September and uh, the weather turned, uh, cases started going up again, you know, and it and was all like, those
0: opportunities oh, vanished. And yeah, and, and
2: everything just kept getting put back, put back, put back or cancelled in my, you know, sim- similarly now, everything, everything that, that I have in the diary is just all, it's all gone. <laughs> um <laughs> uh so so back in april i was kind of thinking well this is sh- sh-. and also of course the weather was was good um mm. so and i think when it's sunny and when, when when it's not getting dark until eight o'clock at night um nothing feels as bad as when it's cold and wet and it's getting dark at four thirty, and uh and yeah. you're Nine ten months into a pandemic,
0: <laughs> but from a performing aspect like what is it about performing that you miss
2: i well similarly to you i th- i mean I kind of always realized it was a big part of of who i am um but i mean because because now that I'm not performing uh i'm not i'm also not really seeing anyone you know mm. uh uh and I don't really even do things like zoom very often. So I basically see my wife Yeah. and I speak to a few people on the phone maybe. Um, but, but the whole job thing was, was as much a social thing, I think. Um, Cause most of the people we work with are really nice, you know, and, and, <laughs> and most of the people we work with, we only see at work. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, but, but back to actually the, the thing about being on stage, I just feel really at home there. And I feel like that's what, I'm best at, and, it's, mm. and, I, and I miss it very yeah. much. I miss I miss only money as well.
0: Of course. But, but yeah. I mean, that, that for me was the first thing. Obviously, you start thinking of financially, where are we going to be at? What could we be doing? Uh, or how are we going to cope um and like i've said to you you know i'm i'm very fortunate to have my teaching uh, there and I, and i know that there are well there are there are tons of my mates just like yourself mate who you know it's it's really tough so i'm not going to sit here and say i'm struggling uh, it's just not comfortable um so yeah. yeah and and fair play to all of you guys uh, and you know out there who are who are managing um but yeah it's 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 just the the performing aspect is yeah, it's a big chunk of your life as you say sh- your, your social life as well as your you know your working life uh, has just evaporated and just disappeared um, yeah and i think
2: if, sorry i was just going to say no, i think go. the worst thing about it is we nobody knows when it's gonna
0: end no no absolutely
2: they so are just staring off into the into the into 2021 thinking uh oh. <laughs>
0: It's like the longest period between summer and the christmas gigs in the world isn't it <laughs> you know where you have nothing at all uh and then it all goes absolutely crazy in the you know in end of november beginning of december so yeah, yeah. but i mean you you are you sort of um you're keeping yourself busy uh creatively which uh is pretty yeah. cool um you know one of the things that sort of has come to head recently for you well, I know you said back in June last year, um, there's a band you've, you've got involved with called Cats in Space.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so we'll, we'll talk more, a bit more about, about that in a moment. But I mean, are you managing to do some things online? Because I know that a great deal of performers have managed to transfer at least some of their creativity online in some capacity. Is there any, anything you can sort of do with them that's keeping you occupied and that creative sort of flame burning?
2: Well, with them, I mean, currently I'm, I'm just writing songs for the next album. now yeah um but but we did i mean we did a live stream at the end of last year and that was that was good it was like performing but to no audience which is (laughs) just weirdest thing yeah um because it's it's neither you're neither in a recording studio which obviously you wouldn't have an audience you're there Mm. to Mm. to sing and and record uh or you're at a venue doing a gig but this is like a weird sort of in between thing yeah trying to uh you know perform as as if you were doing a gig but there's there's only a couple of camera people there and maybe someone with a with a cup of tea or something (laughs) every time you finish a song it's just it's just you know tumbleweed yeah
0: (laughs) i did i did a couple of live streams um back in I don't know well, how many lockdowns have we had but well, lockdown three aren't we now so lockdown one, 47 47 yeah yeah it's 2019 uh 2000 <laughs> sorry 19 is gone <laughs> <laughs> see that's how my brain has gone completely 2090 is what I meant uh, yeah I did, times <laughs> I did a couple of the golden years I did a couple of live streams and um sort of set my my dining room up as a sort of makeshift uh stage and I had these from when we moved in uh, the previous owners had these lovely gold velour curtains oh. I was like well, that's perfect that's a backdrop i've got some lights you know looked great it was was a really good little setup but um the most daunting thing in the world in the world was finishing a tune and that that silence and and alternatively it was my wife just going (laughs) <laughs> you know, from the other end of the lounge, so at you, least sweetheart. I had yeah, at least I had that, so um but yeah i'm I'm pleased that there's still a little bit of creativity uh, in your life, mate, because um yeah, I know that like me, you'd probably go absolutely that shit crazy uh, without that, so that sounds exciting, and as I say, we'll come back to cats in space because you've got a lot of exciting things uh on um on the agenda with them, so um Ross, um you mentioned war child um and obviously you mentioned uh. Your company's Studio Juice, isn't it? That's the creative uh, company you're in. But so tell us a little bit about War Child, because one of the reasons that you and I have, have sort of got in contact again recently is because of the fact that uh, I saw you were, you were posting a load of stuff about this War, Child, um, uh, this War Child fundraising effort. So just tell us a little bit about that, first of all. There goes that noise that you hear. it
3: does that mean? Does that mean we're done? No, it means it's <laughs> now
0: it's now your t- <laughs> it's now your turn to speak, Ross. And when the pips go again, it'll be Damien's turn to speak.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, War Child Peace Band uh, is a campaign that I set up uh, and started running from midnight uh, or New Year's Eve, um, and effectively is uh, you know a, a global community collectively, virtually running around the world. Um, for to help and support children in conflict um so it's like movement for good like a movement for a movement uh, you know empowering people to you know support a cause obviously it's quite hard to know how in generally and in these times so it was like you know get up get moving mm. um and collectively like produce a real statement yeah. for like such an important organization and you know um charity you know so yeah it started at at midnight and literally a couple of days ago we hit the distance of uh, yeah
0: we did the the world collectively
3: which I know (laughs) that you you've been out trundling and supporting and you know and then you know the stories from everyone it's been amazing you know that's you know we use the word community and it, it takes many you know many guises i guess but on this one it was just amazing to watch you know you know people create teams you know people supporting each other you know stories people out you know all times and some people in some massive shifts as well um yeah. and you know again alongside that that sort of micro fundraising is yeah we're sort of close to ninety thousand pounds and we no doubt be you know hitting you know the 100K, which was always the the target. You know pre-Covid. Yeah, yeah. So to hit it in these times is pretty incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's just you know I've like I said I've done quite a lot with charity. It's like giving people avenues to help and support a cause, um, without necess- you know just putting your hand in your pocket. Not everyone has those means, especially at the moment. No. And actually, just going out and being like, "Cool, there's over 500 people in the world right out running or walking or skipping," you know. Their way around the globe to sort of support you know children in conflict is a real is a real thing and uh you know what's something i'm very excited passionate and proud of and grateful people like yourself for supporting it
0: well i see, see it's interesting because i i only i was seeing your posts in the lead up to you doing because you did 10 please correct me if i'm wrong here but i think you got it right uh like one minute past midnight on new year's well new year's day you started the first of 10 marathons in 10 days is that right Correct. Yeah. yeah. And like, and it was actually, I mean, cause I've, I've been on a journey. It's a word that recurs all the way through these podcasts, but like in terms of my, um, my mental health, in terms of my fitness and my weight loss, and it was, I, 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 I must admit, I saw it and I thought, well, this would be a really good thing for me to have as a, you know, as a goal for me to do even more and to, you know, try and uh, add more movement to my life, you know, and I, you know, in terms of fitness, I'm, I'm, I'm doing way more in my life prior to this little fundraising well, little the fundraising effort that you know we're part of um but i've got to say that i didn't realize the scale of of this until um, you know, maybe about a week into your you know into your marathons and i could start then seeing all these uh, you know all of these other people across the globe as you say that were are getting involved with it um so you know your involvement with it i, I want to say thank you for the benefiting, you know, the benefit I've got from it, um, which I never really thought it would benefit me. But as you say, just being out of the house, the moving aspect of it from a fitness point of view, perfect. But also raising money for a very worthy cause as well.
3: Yeah, it just, it, what it's done is give people a goal. Yeah, as well. Like you and know, it's, it got- this
0: is as you said, this is the absolute. A perfect time for something like that something a collective something for people to do you know and to keep their mind active with I think it's absolutely invaluable
3: well uh, yeah the concept came on another challenge that you know that like I say we've done these challenges and they built up over time and yeah people were like how can I get involved like they yeah like I like say I'm so lucky to have a, a band of people that support all all that I do um in that sense it was like how can we get involved and i so the idea came pre-covid right And getting knocked back a bit but i was like, got to a point i was like this is actually perfect people need a bit of purpose they need a yes. reason to, to to go out because you know again we're all told that we can go out and do an hour's walk but you know sometimes saying that's boring but going out and doing an hour's walk and putting it towards helping a distance uh you know again something that you know like everyone's part of going around the globe, which I just think is really like an achievement, you know, and everyone contributed to that. So it sort of came from that. And then also the spectrum of elite versus, you know, all the way down uh, to like, you know, some people that messaged me, I'm not running five years, uh, but now I'm moving and I feel great for it. So, you know, you know, not directly intentional. I, I think, I believe the movement is great and it does a wealth of good for, yeah, we're made to move um and at the moment we're we're not got the comp in the confines to not move but you know it just really helps lift your day and then i looked at it and i was like how am i going to start because i kept saying to watch i was like we need a group of people to drive like that early part like you say so then use like people like yourself see it and go cool i'm going to join it i'm going to join this traveling circus around the circus <laughs> around, the, around the globe and um so I just looked at distance. I, I mean, I'm very lucky that I've got some friends that signed up and did some pretty audacious, audacious distances uh, as well. And I just started, kick-started it. And I was like, 1%, well, that's roughly 250 miles, so that's 10 marathons. Cool. What if I started on at midnight and did 10 consecutively, which is longer than I've, I've done stage races and desert races and all those things? This was like the longest one yet so wow. and off I I went. Running 26
2: 26 miles a day for 10 days
3: yeah holy holy swear word
2: <laughs>
0: say it i don't mind it's a podcast baby <laughs> i might nice.
3: have said that i might have said that while whilst i was doing it around day, <laughs> day. So, yeah there's a few swear words uh, <laughs> but yeah it was interesting because of covid like well firstly we were going to Land's End, to, well the Le Jog as it's known is Land's into to John O'Groats, there's four of us we were going to do relay or like a, a, to kick it off um, and then it became evident that it wasn't safe to do that and lockdown so I was actually at my parents so I was like how can I do it self-supported so I did a nine mile loop in a forest uh, I parked yeah you know, it's a mile from the from their house so it was safe, uh, parked the car and then used use the vehicle as my like base to fill up with water and and things so i actually did a (laughs) this loop over and over again
0: oh so it was the same same track you were doing you didn't like oh my goodness wow yeah
3: so which because there's a lot of like logistically and also it's quite hilly around there so it wasn't to change my route and not i mean this was hilly enough as it was so yeah it it just made sense
2: so what so pretty much three that loop three times a day for 10 days
3: exactly good lord wow. but equally like the scene behind you some mornings it was it was like like that day. it was beautiful because <laughs> I, I started early because i had to work in the afternoon yeah doing like the first one one and a half like in, in darkness and then the sun would start coming through the trees um it just was so cold mm. i mean it was, well, so it was. yeah it was sort of, uh, not fun and then you yeah, know the one on midnight was the fastest I've run in a while because I was scared shitless. If I'm totally honest, <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of a, a very dense forest <laughs> on my own at midnight it was just a... just with that head torch.
0: See, I've been walking. I've been doing a lot of night walking, and I actually, it does freak you out. That the head torch thing, I find that is quite frightening because it's such a narrow field of vision, and you have like ordinarily in the daytime if there's a noise behind you you turn and instantly there's light so you can see but with this one you have to really like move your head and you (laughs) you can't even sneak up to where it might be it's just literally well I've got to look at whatever that noise might be straight away um but yeah I I just
3: went I just went for it and was like (laughs) um, the first hour I was looking at those noises and then after an hour I was like if something's had to get me, he's got me, so... Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> especially on marathon number nine and ten, when you're just like dead to the world, sort of trudging along probably. But yeah, exactly. absolutely fair play, Ross. I mean, that is such an amazing achievement. that's yeah, it's incredible. Uh, ten in ten days. And uh, yeah, and I feel a bit of a... I know I'm not, but I feel a bit of a fraud now that my friend and I have done, you know, what we've done over the space of a month. But um, yeah. Not at uh, all.
3: It's about everyone participating. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. it's been brilliant it has
0: been absolutely brilliant and I'm fortunate enough to live um, in a really nice location in a nice area and it's allowed me to explore the area you know there's a lot of really lovely walks um, locally uh, to my house so you know that's been absolutely great and what I've learned about myself in terms of my movement and my fitness and that mental aspect of because previously and historically you would I mean if someone had said to me yeah tonight you're going to go out and do four mile five mile six mile walk you know at the end of your your day you know sort of leaving the house after the boys are in bed uh, or sometimes just having finished dinner with them and then heading out I, no no way would i have ever done that so i'm proud of that you know and that's something i have to acknowledge for for my own reasons i know that i've, I've done well with that but yeah it was like oh thank you <laughs> thank you very much that means a lot dude. thank you i was walking up hills at sort of like nine thirty at night thinking to myself man i'm knackered now but I've got to get home <laughs> it was almost a case of well i've walked this far and i've got to walk this far back so you know and that was my i sort of i would what i'd found myself doing at the beginning was walking quickly to start um like to start the walk so i might do the first two or three miles Quick, so that I knew that I ha- I would have to walk the foot, you know, the distance back. And obviously, what with my wife Jane being at home with the boys, she couldn't come up and pick me up. I'm not going to call a cab. Don't have a mask. I'm not going to get in a cab. I Don't fancy it at the minute. So I knew that one way or the other, I'd have to do the distance back. Um, that's
3: that's awesome, you know. Like, and that's what. Yeah, yes, ten mountains in ten days is a shift, but also the fact that some people have gone that don't know me and gone. Oh, that's wicked. Not that like they're doing it for me necessarily, but I mean, as in, like, that's like, they're like, that's a cause that I can associate myself with. Yeah. And, like they, and then go out, yeah, you know, go out your comfort zone. Again, for these children that are going through insane situations. Right. Like, you know, it just, it in the world that we live in today, I get, I think that's a really rich value is that people like, you know, not, not suffering for it, but they're going out and they're showing, you know, that, that we ca- we do care about them yeah. um, and you know that the world like you know the western world is aware of you know what's going around you know on all over the globe in many in many forms and i, I mean there's loads of other causes um that are completely valid but you know war and child is just in conflict is just not yeah. something that should go together so um it, it's it's been powerful and yeah just i'm just so grateful for everyone that's got involved because you know in a few weeks time we would have met, raised a lot of money and like looking at the figures that will come out from War child of where that what that money will do i mean it it makes it does make a real difference yeah of uh, course uh, no, that's, that's great pretty, pretty amazing,
0: and that feels good uh for everybody involved and um you know myself and and billy uh, billy's actually been a guest on the podcast previously um you know and, and he he had been doing a lot of walking in lockdown Uh, one lockdown one lockdown two he'd just been doing walking (laughs) furloughed you know and he just wanted to get fitter and and you know he i think he hit something like he was aiming for 500 I don't know actually how many miles. A lot of miles, maybe five hundred thousand miles in like in some in some form or fashion between this point and this point. So he's you know he, when I said to him, well, why don't we do this? Uh, you know he was just like straight for it, and you know he's a machine. So it's been brilliant from my perspective. Thank you, Billy, if you're listening, and hopefully you're listening. Well done, yet. Billy. Yeah, yeah he's, just... he's amazing, and uh, we're we're actually we're finishing our our sort of our walk should if we've done the maths correctly our walk should end on the 31st uh, of this month um and so we're gonna we're gonna meet we don't live too far away from each other we're gonna socially distance to walk with the last bit and, and chuck it up online and celebrate together in some way um but not high-fiving or cuddling um because that's <laughs> not allowed not allowed um i mean you've done some pretty insane and crazy things um but in terms of I'm interested to know a little bit more about, you know, because that, that marathon aspect, aside from the the fact that, you know, you were shit scared running in the dark in a forest uh, at that time of, of morning, the sort of, I'm curious to know, because there have been moments, uh, not necessarily with the walking that I've been doing recently and for War Child, although there have been some occasions, but there have been moments when I've been, just, I've just felt like, I, you know, I'm done. I can't do this. Like, and I, what I've learned is to ignore that voice in my head and just go, yeah, come on, crack on. And I'm very fortunate to have a couple of PTs that I work with uh, to try and help me lose weight who are, uh, they're equally like May, who again has been another guest. She's very black and white. She's, she will basically say, just get on with it, dickhead. You can do it. Uh, You know, and it is, it's a very difficult thing to master. Uh, I'm curious to know from you, Ross, because how do you overcome, Cause there must've been you know, occasions for you during that run where you must've just thought I'm done tonight. You know, I, I guess I would hope anyway, unless you're some sort of mental health machine, how did you overcome that? What was it that you, cause there will be people who may be in my situation who want to lose weight or want to get into more fitness or want to get moving more, who want to improve their health. What would you say is a good way to overcome that? What would you do to sort of over, think, overcome that
3: feeling? I think there's two, two things. It's like, you can't beat desire. In anything, like you could apply it to make amazing music, you know, or to, you know, climb Everest, whatever. Like desire will get you so far. If you Mm. don't really want to do it, you won't do it. Yeah. The mind and the body are way more than you ever imagine. Like you can just—I could go out now and I could—you could run for forty-eight hours non-stop if I really wanted to. It would—it would hurt. It would hurt a lot, but if my desire is more than my pain threshold. (laughs) You know, and it's always temporary, right? You're always going to finish. And I don't ever envisage not stopping. I think is one thing, but I never imagine not not completing it. Yeah. But I think I think if you let your mind go to that spot and be like, I could just finish tonight. Yeah. You never would do it. You know, I'm surrounded by you know the challenges and how I got into that is via you know three friends that you know are very strong, willed-minded, you know we're, we're just really lucky that we all want to do it together. So there's a real prominence in that. And then lastly, was that the first time I ran a marathon was kind of by accident. Um, I signed up to support um, a guy called Andy, um, who was in a, a, a car accident, um, and he had severe burns, double amputee. And watching him do a marathon, I mean, anytime I like, get to any point of like, Exhaustion. I've been in some pretty shit states. Uh, I just think like, Matt, he just did, he can do yeah. that. Yeah, I can do that. So I had a really good example at the front of front of it. And I mean, there's just very, very various other reasons of why I support charities and get so involved. So I ha- I do have that desire. But ultimately, it's going to be a shift, right? You know, yeah. you never get somewhere easily. Like you know, you never just you know. I'm sure. You know, Damien can attest. You don't just turn, like you just don't turn up and put you know, get the paper out and just write an, an amazing song. You mm. have to put your heart and soul and mind into it, like and desire to get to your your goal. And so, if you don't process that desire in your own mind, like I say, of course you all want to give up. You know, it's, it's like whatever you're doing. There's moments you're like, could just watch Netflix, could go home. You know, again, I like to eat a lot and drink and. You know, I'm not an athlete. You know, I fluctuate massively uh, fitness and, you know, <laughs> size wise. Um, and, but, but that it's all about desire for me. And you've got to have that drive and passion. And if, if you can manufacture that, like you're saying, you might, you, you're manufacturing that by going fast, early yeah. doors. You know, you put yourself in a position that you actually yeah. like, there are no get out causes. Well, exactly.
0: But, yeah. I had no choice but to return <laughs> yeah and we lost in the forests <laughs> yeah
3: and you know there's a, a good friend of mine who is in the forces is like you know sleep when you're dead mm. i kind of mm. kind of like that mm. you've got to like, don't give me rest and looking after yourself is essential
0: yeah uh, exactly.
3: i'm not i'm not saying that but also you know go and do something can you know make it happen for, like whatever you want to do, and that doesn't have to be charity. Like I say, it doesn't float everyone's boat, and I'm definitely not a preacher in that sense. Mm. I don't, you know. Also, not yeah. Running, running is boring as well. I'm not a guy that's just like I love running. Everyone should run. If you don't like running, go for walks. Listen to podcasts. You know, listen to your favorite bands. Like, there's so many different ways. You know, do you know skipping, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like, great thing about the world right now and all the things that are against us is that you. It's very you, know, you. can facilitate the majority of what you want to do uh, in terms of like movement and you know, contribution.
0: I think it's a good. We, we've we've covered on a couple of podcasts the fact that it's a. Uh, it's actually despite there are and I've said it in the same in the same way, but there are obviously huge implications for what is going on in the world at the moment um, and negative ones. You know, that, there's no denying that, but of course there are. I think from a, from a mental point of view, we all have to try to see the good that can come from it. And we've discussed it in, um, in the last podcast, um, the second sorry not the last one the one before that um where you know the, dan and i were discussing the fact that you know i'd seen my children do things that i don't think i would have witnessed uh, had it been uh, that i'd been at work or they'd been you know with their childcare or at school cool. you know so that's one of the only well not one of the only uh, significant positive to come from this um but i really like you know i like the fact that the, the the charity aspect of this has given me the purpose to do something that's put me out of my comfort zone and i actually i think something I've learned from uh, from doing this is actually that's a really good way for me to challenge myself to have that end goal and not just to go out and go well I, today the purpose of my walk is to help me lose weight that, that I think that's how I've approached it um, you know that that's the wrong approach for me and it's re- I'm just trying to learn more about myself uh, through throughout all of this lockdown at the moment so yeah it's been an absolute having that objective having that reason I think it, you know I'm going to continue doing it I think You know, Billy and I have already said we're going to keep doing this. And if we, you know, maybe we have a month off, maybe there's another another charity thing, something down the line that we can get involved with. We're going to just keep going. And, and, you know, I think it's it could only be good for us uh, in in terms of movement, but also good for if we can raise, you know, some money for people as well, wicked. So, yeah, it's definitely been really brilliant. So
3: I, I really believe in like giving is just such a, important factor right now in society i think yeah. that giving I think it character- also
0: it also makes you feel like you're doing something to help you know yeah. I, yeah. I like to help people you know i'm damien i think is the same you know we would never want to see anybody in pain uh, we would know ne- you know we would always want to do <laughs> like, well maybe <laughs> <As a couple. laughs> we, you know but we would <laughs> we would often be the people to step in and you know step up and and do something to you know yeah. right or wrong uh, and so yeah it, it is it is my small way of doing something during this whole crapola
3: and that can be of different scales and i I think purpose and goal setting is a good one and probably a good point to bring Damien into conversation is like you know i feel so i know a lot of musicians and i feel like they are one of the biggest sections of people that have had their purpose taken away yeah because like you're you're just saying Mm -hmm. but like all scales from recording artists down to you know Anyone that performs uh, you know to anyone else has just had that completely ripped away and yeah. obviously we're finding ways, but it's left a real gap in that in amongst those people and you know people that didn't envisage like doing anything else with their life are having to go and find fiscal means and, and roots out of what you know what you did is is such a challenge right now. And like I say I really feel for anyone in, in music because everyone that is loved their job. It's not <laughs> like you can music as a for X, everyone is so passionate, and in, like you know, it, it, it's part of who they are. So it, it's that's been a real tough point for everyone involved.
2: Yeah, it's it's true. It is, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, and and uh, a lot of people who who are involved in in music also do other things as well. So, but I I, I was lucky lucky enough to 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 just be a performer really for the last you know 20 odd years um and I know a lot of other people too who were in the same boat and and yeah I mean I think there were a lot of conversations which which always ended the same way uh, over the last you know 10 months about <laughs> how everyone's losing their minds and how and how they hope uh I hope that it all uh sorts itself out fairly soon but
0: um how have you how have you dealt with that like because there. There is, without prying too much, Damien. I mean, of course, there's going to be a mental health aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Like, it must have impacted you from, from that point of view. Like, how how do you deal with that? What's your like? Because you know, how do you not just go? I'm going to become. I'm just going to stop doing it altogether. You're still doing it. Like that's yeah. Given well, the climate I mean, you're in.
2: I, I mean, to be honest, like I guess my in terms of mental health, I've been, you know, up and down for sure. Um, and at the moment, I'm I'm kind of up. Which is which is good. It doesn't doesn't take that much at the moment to 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 um, uh, any anything out of out of the ordinary. Like I wrote a, a couple of songs um, recently, so that was a that was a positive thing. Um, and I think I, um, we're also trying to move house as well, <laughs> which is uh, and we had our our house was sold until uh, Monday when the people who were buying it. Pulled out that he decided to pull out so so now that's why i've got it i've got a showing at two this afternoon
0: are you going to sing your <laughs> way around the house because that would be awesome well, we're not you're not allowed to
2: be in the house oh. so oh, you kind okay. of have to just go and wander around uh, which is which is fine actually because you know it's it's getting out of the house as much yeah. as anything um no it's been it's been really hard and and one of the blessings for me last year was joining this Banned cats in space because it gave me a, a creative outlet, and 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 I started to feel positive about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then I do tend to in in normal life before before COVID before anything I I, I always overthink things and I worry about things um, probably that I don't need to worry about, and so from that point of view, this is this isn't particularly beneficial. Um, because you know I I, even though I mean I'm married to a a teacher so she's working and 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 so I kind of don't have to worry as much as other people who you know who maybe are with either on their own or they're with someone else in the entertainment business um but but working and and earning money is obviously I think a a big part of who anyone is I would imagine so that so that's all gone at the moment. So I kind of, you have to find ways to make yourself feel, uh, value, valuable or valued. Uh, yeah, and
0: valid as well. Like and valid yeah, yeah. and viable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm,
2: I'm getting into cyber. So
0: that's fine. <laughs> with your, um, bal- your point shoes on. Lovely.
2: Yeah. My point shoes on. Yeah. I, I wanted to be a ballerina, but you know, it didn't pan out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it is tough. Um, and, and also uh, the live thing I mean that's a lot of how you know you can't really make money from streaming and things like that unless you stream bazillions of 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 tracks you know unless, unless millions of people listen to your music so so a lot of a lot of people's I guess, earnings came from the live thing, and now that's all gone. I mean, so there's there's no viable way to make money from music, really, at the moment. I yeah. mean, you can still record, still do all that, but it's, uh, yeah, it's tough.
0: Well, tough. It's good I'm I'm I sort of I'm well impressed that you're still in it. Like you're still in the game, you know, and despite all that's going on. But I mean you're still willing to be in it as well, you know, yeah, despite all well, that hardship yeah. and it's because I'm difficulty. A stupid and I can't
2: do anything else.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say that, mate. You're writing songs and um you know, with with songs in mind, you you're happy to to sing us a couple of tunes today. Is that is that okay? Is that, yes, of course. I and mean, have you had a thought about what you're gonna do for us? <laughs>
2: No. (laughs) Well, no, I thought I I should do maybe one uh, Cats in Space song and then I thought I should do a a cover of something.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, So. Well, what do you fancy doing first for us, dude? You
2: choose. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought maybe I'd. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I thought maybe I'd do like Purple Rain or something like that.
0: All right. So you're going to do the cover first of all, yeah? Maybe. Yeah. Unless you've written another song called Purple Rain, right? You I have, have yes. Right? You have? Oh, Purple
2: right. Raincoat. It's cool. <laughs> Very nice.
0: Well, um, we'll, uh, well, we'll happily pause the discussion uh, for a little bit of um, Damien Edwards singing Purple Rain.
4: Never meant to cause you any sorrow Never meant to cause you any pain Only wanted to one time see you laughing Only want to see a friend means you too You say you want a leader But you can't seem to make up your mind think you better close it Let me guide you Purple rain Purple rain Purple rain Only!
0: The full performance. Damien, you're clapping yourself. Wow.
1: Yeah. One of those guys. Spectacular.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should good. say, yeah, just because we're doing this on Zoom, uh, Damien has pre-recorded his audio. Uh, thank you for that, Damien. As ever, a beautiful piece. Um, <laughs> so um, you're going to do a Cats in Space tune for us uh, just as we wrap up. Is that cool? You're going to do one? Yeah. Uh, and what, yeah. What, what are you going to sing from the Cats in Space uh, pieces?
2: Well, I didn't know whether to maybe do the, the new uh, single Listen to the Radio or another tune from Atlantis, uh, which was Can't Wait. Um, what was it called? Can't Wait Till Tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Would it be possible to have a bit of a sneaky peek of the, uh, I mean, I know this is we're going to be broadcasting this slightly after the release date, but, you know, it's still, could we have the new single? That'd be Yes. Pretty, yeah. And what's Actually, the new single called? It's called Listen to the Radio. Listen to the Radio. Okay. And we did you write this uh, with the other guys? Well,
2: no, I didn't. I mean, I joined the band in June when, when a lot of the material was was already written. Okay. Um, so I only wrote lyrics to one and a half songs on this album. Um, so this one was this one was already written.
0: Okay. But it's it's pop-tastic great tell us a bit about the band then because it's cats in space that this is their fourth album atlantis has just been released isn't it it was released back yes. in november so yeah who's in the band what what, what are they yeah who are they uh,
2: well um so there this is their fourth album uh f- first album with me as singer uh it comprises of greg hart he's the guitarist songwriter really it's kind of his He's the driving force behind the band, I guess. Um, On keyboards, we have Andy Stewart. On drums, we have Stevie Bacon. Uh, On bass, we have Jeff Brown. And on guitar, we have uh, Dean Howard. Um, So they've all been together since, I think, 2014. Uh, They recorded three albums with, with, with their original singer, he left at the end of the third album, or he he, he left after having recorded the third album. Um, uh, then they had a new singer who didn't really work out, and I kind of stepped in in June.
0: Nice. You went in to do BVs, didn't you, and you ended up with a gig?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Because I, I, I've known Greg for about, well, five or six years, I suppose. Um, he did actually ask me if I wanted to join the band about, well, a year before I actually joined, but I was, I was busy with work. <laughs> well, you had, <laughs> gigs. What? had gigs. I had gigs. I thought, well, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't commit the time
0: sure.
2: to an original project. And then, and then last year I had all the time in the world. And um, so I said, yes. And I'm glad I did actually, because creatively it's been, it's been very uh, f- fulfilling and it's yeah. certainly, helped with my mental health sort of
0: Having the outlet.
2: lockdowns yeah
0: and you would you should have been touring right now as well right yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm. so I took so to support Atlantis we had a, a tour lined up
0: was, uh, that, was that a UK tour or
2: yeah UK tour I mean just you know night uh sort of theatres and um small smaller music venues um but it's all been well, it's been postponed until september but you know who knows even yeah, if those were...
0: hopefully we'll get around to, to seeing that and you know obviously yeah. again... Do do uh, drop it on our Instagram and our Facebook um, pages. You know, feel free to chuck anything up on there uh, that you're doing and anything that's coming up. And and hopefully, when your tour is rescheduled and, and looks more likely, uh, yeah, put it up on there. And hopefully, I can come down and catch a show as well. It'd be wicked to see you. Thank uh, you. And hopefully, by then, we'll be able to give each other a little, you know, little man cuddle. That'd be nice too. Yeah. It? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Isn't okay. it funny how
2: much how much you miss sort of physical contact and yeah, have you? Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that you're like, oh. I really miss that. You know, I would love yeah. to put my arms around someone.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's like my friends and I were all very cut. Like we're not, we're not cuddling. We don't sit next to each other and cuddle each other. But like when you see your mates, you know,
1: yeah,
0: cuddles perfectly appropriate. You know, give them cuddles, yeah. see you later, mate. You know, Absolutely. all those sorts of greetings and, uh, and and farewells just seem weird. And of course, we're not seeing people. We're not allowed to. No. But but when we were allowed to be within two meters of each other, it's just very alien. Um, And I had a socially distanced walk with a member of my band last night and it was just odd, you know, just sort of like, all right, yeah, that's (laughs) That's your greeting done. And what we, what we, um, my wife and I were saying the other day is that where we haven't seen anybody and where we haven't done anything, when you do see somebody that you've not spent time with for a very long time, you have not got anything to talk about at all no. There's, no. there's nothing there's no content yeah that's it yeah and that's it, go, yeah, COVID. And that's it. Except and ross ross has got tons to talk about yeah ross yeah <laughs> ross is the guy just to just to call to chat can we all come for a walk with you ross because, because
3: <laughs> Mate, you definitely come for a walk we can put it on
0: the page band it's that yeah. the yeah well i don't know how far you're allowed to travel to uh to exercise maybe no, uh, that's true. yeah maybe we should consult a member of government to check but um we're not, we're not all about <laughs> current affairs and political statements, but, yeah, uh, if we could come up to East London. I mean, we've got a jolly long walk. Actually, Ross, you and I should probably walk to uh, where Damien is because you're in Bristol. Bristol. Yeah, so yeah. that would be a bit of a trek, wouldn't it? Maybe I, don't think I
1: don't
0: think I'm
2: allowed to come for a walk with you guys just yet, sadly.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um Ross, you've done some pretty, I mean, I know 10 marathons in 10 days is, you know, pretty, uh, pretty crazy uh, and obviously uh, an, a relatively extreme uh, to put it very lightly and mildly, but tell us a little bit more about some of the other um, fundraisers you've done, some of the other challenges you've set yourself and you've been part of.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been fun and far and wide. And like I say, I sort of, probably a good point to say this. there is three of us that do it. Um, and we'd like to say we been all over really like big mountains in nepal um the alps um we've done desert races uh ultras you know you name it i, I think we've, we've ticked a lot of them um and yeah i think i think one good one to talk about is the one that i came up with Peace band on was know, yeah, we've done quite a lot of different organized races and we were like what if we set our own challenge um which ended up manifesting as racing from the top of Mont Blanc to Tower of London. So we climbed Mont Blanc, we cycled across France, we kayaked across the channel and we ran from the south coast to Tower of London. Uh, (laughs) And it was just, uh, yeah, it was incredible. It was, we were lucky that we had some people that took some time out and were our support crew. And yeah, it was a real journey, literally. (laughs) I know it sounds obvious, (laughs) but... It was just there was just such a sense of adventure, you know, uh, about it and, you know, and sort of doing something that not too many people have done before, um, not because it's that hard, but probably because it's just just a weird thing to do. And, uh, yeah, and it just it just sort of, again, that sort of really captured people's imagination that followed it because it was long enough. There was multiple stages you know, like, you know, there's a, a lovely old lady that lives near my mum who was just like she get daily up call my mum every day for a day update, which obviously not on Instagram. She's get up get up to date that one. But yeah, uh, she does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just like that following and we raised, you know, some serious cash uh from that one for War Child again. Um, so it's just you know, and like I say, desert, The Desert was a good one, uh the Atacama Desert uh, you yeah, know, six day ultra of marathon across that you know, again, mountains like Nepal, um, I mean, is an incredible place. Was it uh, um, Everest? It wasn't Everest. No, right. Okay. Um, we did uh, Island Peak, uh, and it just is just a uh, yeah, an incredible place. And
0: there's nowhere to hide on a
3: mountain, so <laughs> it definitely exposes it a little bit. Uh, but it's beautiful, and and again, like just an incredible part of the world. Again. You don't even have to go up high, but I highly recommend trekking. Uh, it's un- it's unreal. If you like walking, yeah. it's just mind-blowing. So I think yeah. I might
0: pace myself from the walking I'm doing currently to a mountain in Nepal, but it's definitely something to aim for. And, you know, uh, who knows uh, at this rate? You never know. Maybe exactly. I'll crack Everest. Give it a go. <laughs> Good
3: man. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and alongside that, you know, pre-COVID, I used to uh, sit down charity ball, so black-tie dinner, Um and the last one was sort of seven hundred fifty people, um, and then, like I say, a lot of acts that I work with kindly come and perform, and it's quite it's quite a party, you know. Mm. Um, you know, I think fundraising should be fun. Yeah, definitely. I, I think like there's no reason why you know I think auctions are great if they're good prizes because you, you get something for it, um, and like I just say I think like throwing a big party and making some money out of it is like what better than that, you know. Mm. Mm. Um, and like I say, there's a lot of gig series now that that raise a lot of money for for it as well. So yeah, it's sort of like eclectic. Um, we try and do one like one decent one a year, um, and it's just grown really. Like I say, started off with the accidental marathon and then went climb Kilimanjaro, and yeah, it just sort of ladders off each and each time we're like, yeah, got more and more knowledge and you know more and more sort of depth in our ability, I guess. Um, Although I don't, you know, Dodsey, who's one of, I've known since I was four years old, that I do it with, is literally half my size. And uh, taking me along a, some of those ridges on Mont Blanc, tied together, in know, in, in quite high winds, you know, there was a lot of trust there.
0: Um, <laughs> sort of think, was, what's he actually going to do if, if I fall? <laughs> if,
3: I, if I fell, we would. That was it. <laughs> You're there both was, gone. Like, we it. Uh... Uh, you know, but we we're doing, it. got to the top and uh, had a little man hug, as he do like you say. And, uh. And I was like, fucking hell, that was a bit scary. And he was like, yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty out there. I was like, "Phew, it's not just me. It's yeah. not just me. And then these four lads came over the top with marine flags and they were like, that's the scariest thing I've ever done. All like, right. Like, blown away. I was like, okay, <laughs> this right. is weird. Because again, I'm going, oh, this is normal. I, yeah, along this ridgeline and, uh, and things. But, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just been this like, amazing journey. Um, you know, there's, I feel like we're getting to some good numbers in terms of what we've raised um and how much have
0: you raised to to date have you got a sort of a figure
3: i, I think this will take like quite quite a decent amount over half a million mm. um so you know it, it that feels like a lot but like I say a five pound note from someone that's deep in their overdraft yeah that, that you know doesn't really have a an income is it's as incredible as that you know half a million in a way you know again there's do you know what I'm saying? I think there's a yeah. real value of uh, like uh, it's all valuable. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that everyone like has that scope to do that. Like, I'm I'm reliant on others and some people that have, do have the money to give quite a lot of money anyway. And uh, but I think I, I'm equally grateful for someone that I know doesn't have a lot of money, but like you know, has worked for that five pounds. Yeah, is 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 super important
0: all that five pounds at that very moment in time is, you know, actually pretty essential. Uh, you know, yeah. I actually, this, I actually welled up a bit Damien when you, when you donated, uh, be, you know, cause Damien, you know, Damien's got involved with this and donated um, some money to us and thank you for that mate. And yeah, like, you know, like that again shows the measure of somebody who cares uh, and you know, to, to put, no, find a point on it. So uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. This is tough times and I'm very conscious when I'm writing my posts about it, that, you know, if you can spare it please you know great you can't no stress no drama like literally uh, do whatever um
3: exactly and I'm, I'm i'm sure some people are like what the hell are you doing and, yeah. and probably don't agree with asking for money and i, I get that as well but equally it's not like i totally understand that people don't and if I, I also i genuinely would have done that 10 marathons for 25 quid like mm. race do you mean like that's twenty five pounds that would fit. I know would feed like twenty families in Afghan. Yeah. Or children Afghan. I'd and still Mr. do it. I'd yeah. still do it. Like it's not. You know that whatever you raise, as long as it, like it's not, I mean, if you didn't raise anything, that would be quite a sadistic. <laughs> <pandemic> <laughs> of my life. But, quite a uh, punch in the
0: nuts as well, wouldn't it? Yeah.
3: <laughs> but you know, like I say, it, it all matters, and you can't put a value on helping one person.
0: Like. Yeah. No, absolutely, mate. You, yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks again, Damien. And, um, you yeah. are welcome. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you. Thank you. Um, now, I kind of like to turn to a slightly different topic. You know, we've learned a lot about both of you uh, and what you've done and, you know, the mindset that's behind uh, behind both of you as well. And if it's okay with you, I'd like to sort of turn to the idea of eating uh, during the whole lockdown thing because, you know, this podcast, uh, you know, the, the sort of um, initially the idea for the podcast came from, You know, my experiences of eating poorly, my weight gain and and my continued uh, difficulty with uh, not really understanding weight and getting really pissed off with, you know, how I can be doing all that. This is, you know, this is the God's honest truth, uh, you know, the last four weeks. I've been walking more than I've ever walked before. I've been more active than I've ever mm. been in my life. I've eaten well because I've kind of needed to. Uh, I've been hydrated. I've done all of the things that they say, do all these things and the weight will fall. And every week I've I've jumped on the scales for my, I'm a member of a Slimming World group, uh, albeit virtually at the moment, I have gained weight and it has pissed me off <laughs> at no end. And I won't, I'm not ashamed to admit, re- I really struggled this week having jumped on the on the scales and three pounds had gone on. But what I am learning and despite the fact that I have a number of really good people around me telling me the good things, sometimes my brain just doesn't want to hear it or, or it goes into salt mode. But how has it been for you with regards to your eating during lockdown? You know, I know, um, Ross, you mentioned about, you know, your weight can fluctuate and, and things like that. I mean, Damien, what's it been like for you, mate? Like, have you found yourself comfort eating? Have your weight yeah. maintained? Like, have you gained or lost? No, or? I, I, uh, I,
2: I certainly. Um, I was quite good actually during the uh, up until probably about September, and then I think I just uh, put on about a stone. I would say, you know, um, uh, between September and and December, um, and I was doing a a lot of comfort eating I guess um and still doing a a a reasonable amount of exercise but but I mean I I similarly do, do I I I run about three three or four times a week um but running isn't great for for losing weight I mean it's it's just and it's actually for me well, it doesn't seem to be great for me losing weight anyway it's, it's more about what I eat and the, the times I eat and uh, uh and I've got a very I've got a very sweet tooth and I completely I completely caved into that really for about three months <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh D- d- at lots of things that I shouldn't, especially at, at, at my, you know, in d- my advanced years, uh, I shouldn't really be eating like a twenty-year-old anymore. um <laughs> So I've I've really uh, pulled back on all that again now. um New how year, new start.
0: But how do you do that? That's the thing because, like, I, I think you know, I don't understand the gains. You know, I haven't been eating clean. They say clean eating, don't they? It's not been perfect. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't think that I should strive personally for uh, perfection in terms of my food because that's just impossible, isn't it, to do that consistently? But like yeah, well, you, obviously, got to a point where you said, "Right, enough's enough." Uh, I feel that for me, when I get to that point, I'm like, "Enough's enough," but then my brain's like, "Nah, just have another whatever," <laughs> and it, it's yeah. still kind of, you it's know, still there underlying. And that's where I think the mental health thing for me kicks in is that I'm constantly having this battle in my head, which, yeah. you know, the very fact I'm I'm recording a podcast and talking about it. I, that has helped me, uh, not just the podcast, but, you know, speaking to my friends, uh, this time around. So over the last three years, I've been on this, you know, weight loss thing and, you know, nearly at three stone albeit bit. Um, I keep on teetering on the edge of three stone frustratingly, uh, but speaking to others and actually hearing, and even you saying that Damien, right, you know, just there and then hearing from other people that, yeah i experienced this uh, and if there's a similarity there for me that's comforting that's useful for me and there must be so many other people who may be in a similar situation to me or to you damien who might be thinking i'm the only one and they've sort of facing that challenge alone so how do you like let's say for example you you've gone right enough enough is it just a case of closing the cupboard door for you do you remove it all from the house what how do you get over that hurdle
2: it's well the, the main I I think the main problem for, for me certainly is if I go to the supermarket and I'm feeling depressed or hungry <laughs> or both then I will buy a bunch of of crap and so it's, it's it's if it's not if it's not in the house for me then I won't really I won't go and seek it out I won't you know I won't put my shoes on at like nine o'clock at night and trudge down to, to Tesco's just to buy a
0: bag full of uh curly whirlies
1: yeah curly-whirlies.
0: <laughs> um, we're not endorsing curly whirlies but they are very low uh, in, are. in terms of calories so oh, well, they, they are, are, are yeah
2: <laughs> I just have to cut it out basically and funnily enough when 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 we learned our house had like, our house sale had fallen through <laughs> i immediately uh <laughs> went out and bought an apple pie
0: and some custard <laughs> did you did, you didn't eat it all to yourself though did you i could just no, <laughs> you just like sadly my wife was pie. equally depressed <laughs> um i don't i mean i, I think don't that's I appropriate don't. though because you do have to allow yourselves those moments don't you where you have yeah, so. you know there's those just those those times when you could do that sort of thing so that's an appropriate use of it i suppose it's just not doing that every day until your house is sold
2: I just have. I mean, I I I I just decided right. I have to to um, cut out the majority of sugar that I would consume. I have to cut out the majority of wheat uh, and dairy and and so I've done that. Really, um, I've taken I've taken away the majority of of that from my diet and and I'm and eating eating clean. I mean, it's it's not. It's it's as far as I understand it. It's it's just avoiding processed foods. Um, and just trying to eat sort of, uh, you know, uh, vegetables and fruit, and and meat that isn't processed. If you eat meat and similarly with fish and, you know, it's, 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 it's not that hard, but it's just, it's just like, I think the trouble with, with sweets and sweet foods and things like that is, is part of me certainly goes,
1: but I want, I
0: want a kid. It's the inner child. It's the inner child, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? It is. It its you know it's where's my obviously... treat i yeah. want a treat you can't
2: have one because you've put on a stone
0: why can't i have a fifth Mars bar what are you talking <laughs> about yeah that, that and that, that is perhaps you know there's a there's a deeper reason for that who knows but yeah i feel that 100 you know yeah. you, fruit pastels for some unknown reason was my thing <laughs> uh, and in first lockdown I kid you not i mean prior to like all of this like weight loss thing for me i would i would often secretly eat so, or, or I'd be yeah. on the way home from a gig, you know, and I'd stop at the services and I'd, you know, oh, chicken salad, that's healthy. It's got salad in it, that's okay. So I'll have two of those, that, 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 you know, and, and the journey home would be my, perhaps it would be, maybe, maybe it might fall in line with the fact I might have skipped dinner, you know, and yeah. I, so I was topping that up. But equally, there would always be more. Um, but it, it really came to a head. And, and during that first lockdown, <laughs> for some reason, when I'd go out to do the essential shop, the essential shop also consisted of three packets of and and, you know and they would be in my pocket and you know i'd just go for a walk and do our daily exercise and i'd consume the fucking lot (laughs) you know and it was only in only recently when i looked on my you know i I, you know this slimming world thing it's like that's nine and a half sins like that that, just that small little tube you know and that's practically a third of what i'm allowed in the day so it's It's the sugar though it's that sugar man it just it just you in doesn't
3: it? it? i think it's about balance right you're you're never going to lose weight without exercising Right, mm-hmm. unless, you, unless you literally eat that much and that's not enjoyable. I think you've got to have that. En- you've got to be able to go, you know, like I am definitely that guy that would buy the apple pie and I'd eat it all.
0: Yeah.
3: Like I can a- do as it. am I. Yeah.
0: Not yeah. anymore, but yeah.
3: Yeah, but now I'm just at stage. It's like I know that I have that ability. And it's yeah. like, cool. If you do that, you're definitely going to have to do a lot tomorrow or, yeah. you know, and, and being like, because if I don't have it, I, I yeah. I, you know, there's, there's, it's all about balance right and calorie deficit is just the way it works and again if you're burning more calories than you're eating like it is that simple i think i think I man the body coach is amazing like his program i don't know if you know him i mean you can't miss him uh joe, joe wicks
0: oh joe wicks sorry yeah yeah. of course yeah. yeah
3: it's his his app is amazing right it's like it's good. the food's good it's like enough Again, if you want to drop weight, but also, like you say, it's just sustain the walk. Yeah. Like again, after ten marathons, ten days, I thought I would have dropped quite a lot of weight, not not a dime. No, you know, really? it's
0: mad, isn't it? There's a uh, member of like, my Slimming World group who um, he he well he had done the london marathon a few times um and he put on a bit of weight and he he kind of signed himself up for it with the idea being that it would be an objective uh a challenge so that he could lose his weight to do the marathon you know and that would be an incentive but he didn't manage to lose the weight but he did it anyway right so he did this was it 27 it's 27 miles isn't it marathon is that right 26 sorry and uh he but he thought i think it was like three or four days before bearing in mind he'd done no training for it he just went ah, bollocks i'm gonna do it and he did the london marathon right and he he struggled but he did it and he completed it and he came back in and you know that's an awful lot of exertion it's an awful lot of calories burnt and he came back in and he put on four pounds and (laughs) you know he was absolutely gutted and it was just like but what i love about him is his attitude is well whatever you know i know i've worked really hard this is you know, this is obviously the reason why,
3: but... Desire yeah. as well. Like, So that's, just, like talking about my ethos earlier, desire, his desire was bigger than the pain and yeah. give up. Yeah. So he really did it.
0: Go and like, admire that. You know,
3: you're not going to lose on one one shift. Like the, I did a race called Grand to Grand, which is Grand Canyon to Bryce Canyon in Nevada Desert a couple of years ago and I lost two and a half stone. Like wow. Yeah.
2: During, during the thing?
3: It's six days. So wow six days wow this is so hot at night that's know? pretty yeah, extreme yeah. though
0: as well isn't it
3: yeah and that, that's not good that's not a good way to lose weight either because no. I get like, finished that and went you know went on a bender for like <laughs> a month um <laughs> of, nothing too bad just a lot of beer and a lot of fun um
2: so on that six six days though the amount of hydration you must have to do is I mean
3: yeah it's interesting actually I mean I won't go into it now because but a lot of chat last time, it's like, guy my size. like, again, I turn up to races and people look at me. And again, I'm not an athlete. People are like, you're seriously going to do this? And it's like, yeah. Uh, and I trundle along past them on, like, day four um, and, and stuff. But they give you the same – everyone gets the same water ration, right? And then some people are, like, a third of my size. So, it, you know, again, not saying I should have more, but there's always an interesting thing. But, yeah, you – I mean – Again, even doing those marathons every day, I was doing, like, five litres of water a day.
0: Yeah. Um, which is, I, yeah. I've downloaded an app recently because they they, was, they were talking about that in our Slimming World group, and, you know, the app um, takes into account your size, uh, your weight, sorry, your height, your weight, um, and whether you're active. So it means whether you're training. So I sort of put myself down as training because of the walking and the weights and, you know, the other bits and bobs that I do. And it said I needed to have 5.6 litres of water a day. Uh, you know, and that... Uh, that's tough, man, to just consume that much water. You, you just pee. That's yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, I dread to think what's going to happen when I end up back in the classroom with children, you know, with my students here. I'll be like, can I go to the toilet, kids? I need to go. I need to, you know, it's just <laughs> mental. So, you know, like, it, that's an ideal, I suppose. And if you can do it, whatever, do it. But...
3: And it's got to suit, suit your... Uh, lifestyle. Everyone, everyone is, like, everyone's makeup is slightly different. Um, they, I don't know if you know James Haskell, the rugby player. Yeah. Uh, go on his Instagram and watch his rant about, <laughs> about how to lose weight. And right. like, he, he, he's decided it's very simple. Um, it's really, I mean, it's funny. Uh, but it, he makes a really good point in it of how, you know, how you affect change. And, it, you know, there, there, there's a lot to it, but there also isn't. It's like you've got to move X and you've got to eat within your boundaries. But, you know, like I say, especially if you know that that makes you happy, I, I don't see a problem in, like, having a treat. Again, as long as you're not... Again, because if you're just going to abstain, you know that at one point you are going to yeah. be in the fruit pastel alley, alley thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am a, a fruit, fruit pastel, pastel, pastel alley. There's yeah. a whole alley. <laughs> okay. yeah.
0: I want to be there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there is a <laughs> <an old world. laughs> So, you know, it's sort of... Again, it, I, I think with like, lockdown, people are like, you know, doing Dry January, which is great, and then they're like, but... Why? <laughs> why am I doing
0: this? <laughs> yeah,
3: why, why are you doing it to yourself? Like, be, be kind to yourself, you know. Yeah,
0: it's yeah your, why? Like, you do. You, and I think, particularly at the moment, why take away a pleasure during a time when that's, there's that's not much of it? Say, so, yeah, yeah, what's the point
3: so you with a snack? It's only yeah. like you've got to walk six miles or done three times a week. Just like it's all about balance, and you know, you've got to tip the scales which way you want it to go, but um you know and also if you're feeling better right I feel loads better after exercise
0: yeah and I definitely do you know I my uh Slimming World Consultant asked me what my successes were this week my non my non-scale victories is what they call them and I couldn't I think again my mind was in a sulk because it wasn't you know it wasn't working (laughs) it's not working (laughs) it's not working Damien and so she's like what's your non-scale victories and I was like well I actually genuinely don't think there are any and she quick as a flash went. So the fact that you're, you know, contributing to walking 400 miles this month, the fact that your belts, you know, you've had to cut five notches in your belt, the fact that you're having, she literally just reeled them off, and it was effectively like a, a virtual slap in the face, you know, <laughs> slap yourself uh, into some sort of sense again, you know. And I, I'm I'm learning to look at those non-scale victories and acknowledge them, but it's so easy for me just to ignore them, you know, because I I think I think I'm always striving to do better and my fear and i've you know i've i've said this out loud now um to the people closest to me my fear is that the weight that i have lost which is a huge achievement for me to have consist uh to have remained at this weight, i'm worried that it goes but it will go back on and i know that won't happen because i know that there's plenty of good people around and i also now know that it's going to be harder for me to put that back on because i tell people about it and because yeah. i know and not i hope I hope that this isn't boring people uh, by me, going, yeah, this is difficult for me. I, I usually it's a mutual thing. You know, it's not just that I, I go, hi, how are you? I'm really struggling with my weight. You know, I'm not trying not to be that, that guy. Uh, but that it's almost that accountability for me, um, you know, has been incredibly useful as well. And, and the messages that I have had from people that have been listening to our podcast is, is one of the same, you know, to hear other people saying things that they yeah. think, and but don't necessarily uh, verbalize is so refreshing and also incredibly useful for them on the you know whilst they're trying to achieve whatever they're trying to achieve so yeah it's definitely uh, the best way about it isn't it let's face it talk about your problems tough tough stuff oh yeah
2: for sure it's always better to talk about something than just bottle it all in until you explode and die
0: <laughs> can you
2: uh...
1: I think you can also on that put that way, in a quote. I want that as a quote.
0: <laughs> Till you explode and die, Damien Edwards, podcast number thirteen.
3: And, you know, I think I think you have to address it however it suits you. Like say, talking when that is clear that it has to happen. But yeah. I do think that you can only you can affect change with yourself. Like if there's something, like say, if your weight is an issue, the only person that's going to do it yeah. is yourself. Yeah, and as long as, like you say, you've got to come, you've got to change your culture of your life to like the behavioral essences in your life, or if you want to, you know, like again, I'm sure when you go into a writing phase, um, Damien, like you adjust your life to do it, right? It's no so different. Like everything needs to to slot in, and like I so say, I go into training phase, and that, like, I'm that's it. I'm in it, and that's so your I, mode. I do it. Yeah. yeah, and and I'm lucky. I have that mode, and I understand that people don't have it, but. I also believe that, you know, mental health needs addressing, but you also need to affect change. Like it's the only way that you're going to manufacture something that will make you happier. Mm. And, you know, and you need people, you know, you need people and resources around you to do that. But you do that by speaking because that's how you get to a solution. But, Absolutely. You know, I, th- I think being proactive in change is yeah. uh, like, again, a lot, a lot, there's a lot of things we can't change in this world with the pandemic. Brexit. Let's not go there. Um, you, you know, c- climate change. Like, I had a long conversation with a brand that I work with that I can't mention, and they're like, you know, they're making all these steps, but I'm like, it's also so small. You're still part, but we need to show people, consumers, how they can start because I think the majority of people would like to help the world in sustainability. The majority would just, I don't know where to start. Mm. I do some recycling, but like, it's the next phase, and that's like. If you did this, actually, it does help. Uh, same yeah. with like, cool, go for a walk for War Child or donate a pound, or you know, I need to walk twice a day to lose X pounds. Like, affecting change is like by doing as much as yeah. it is, you, you know, to get
0: your head down and crack on, you know, yeah. in, in, in any way that you can. I think, um, yeah, I think it's been a, a, a fascinating, um journey that word comes back a lot but it is you're absolutely right you've got to you've got to crack on with it you've got to just keep your head down and, and plod on until you, you're sort of at where you want to be at um i think um i'd like to uh I'd, I'd like to sort of wrap things up now by sort of just um asking damien whether he'd be willing to to sing his final song for us Are you up for that yes you can do that for I us you're going to chuck that piece of audio to me basically and i'll just <laughs> drop it in on logic um <laughs> i want to finish by just thanking both of you um for coming to chat today i really do appreciate that um the support for the podcast and the support for the idea behind it as well and uh, yeah and uh, look at that see the pips are going it's almost like <laughs> it to be um, yeah and thank you very much for taking the time to chat and uh, yeah it's been absolutely fascinating listening to both of you And it's been lovely to see your faces and some and you know some newer faces that i haven't seen for a very long time so thank you very much and before we go so damien tell us a little bit more about how we can find out more about cats in space
2: um, yeah, well, you can you can follow Cats in Space on Twitter. I think it's at Cats in Space Band. Uh, they're also on Instagram, the same tag, I think, and Facebook. Um, and, and basically, there's a, there's a Cats in Space Facebook page where you can go and uh, listen to music and actually there's links to the to the website and the web store i mean just look at just put cats in space into a search engine <laughs> and uh, it, it should come They'll up find with, it. Uh, with everything
0: and and uh, they can buy physical uh copies of the album or uh, and or stream it i presume from all good streaming providers yeah. fantastic streaming
2: uh purchasing anything you'd like to do i mean we're trying to get our streams up as well so if anyone wants to go on do it a streaming service, please and do stream it.
0: Well, why not? Uh, when you get a moment, if you share it with our Instagram page and our Facebook pages, we'll share it as well, and we'll, we'll you know we'll, we'll try and help as well. So yeah, do check out Cats in Space. Uh, and Damian uh, is a fa- I know the band's already pretty pretty good, uh, but to have added you to the mix as well, it makes it uh, even more special and, and fantastic. So, and as I Thank say, you. I'm sure um, we can't wait to hear you uh, on the road again with them. So thanks very much for joining me today, damien And we'll hear if you uh, you're going to sing uh, the new single. Uh, for us in just a second and Ross um just tell us a little bit more about how people can get in touch with you uh with the many many projects you're doing and or you know with regards to War Child and, and the fundraising we're doing there as well mate
3: yeah definitely um there's a few days left on the Peace Band so again you can still join or donate um I'm sure Tom would like some more donations. So if anyone wants to...
0: Put I'm trying to hit in, over a thousand. That would be pretty cool. thousand pounds, please.
3: That would be amazing. Uh, and that's at peaceband.warchild.org.uk. Um, so yeah, check it out. And again, I'm I'm pretty sure it'll happen again next year in some form. So again, if really? you like the sound of it, follow Warchild UK. Obviously, also, yeah, go and check out what the work that Warchild... Do. it's 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 pretty incredible um and it's very evident that when you donate where that money goes to help people um and then personally i'm i <laughs> i'm big on instagram that's not true i mean i use instagram a lot not many people follow me but if you're interested again i put all my design work and mix it in with the charity and challenges so it's a bit eclectic um so if you want to to see anything else it's uh ross underscore juice J U I C E, because I work at Studio Juice. Absolute genius. And what a sign off that is.
1: It's well, some thanks. of that
3: Ross juice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will also tag the crap of you with all of our social media posts as well. So uh, if you didn't catch any of that, of course, you can just uh, click the links that you might see in some of the posts uh, about this podcast. So um, I want to say thank you very much, Ross. Uh, I know you're a very busy guy, despite you working from home, it would seem. Thank you ever so much. Um, uh,
3: thank you so much for having us and uh, enjoy the rest of uh, yeah, your walks. And uh, nice to meet you, Damien. Look forward nice to, to meet you, you
0: Ross brilliant thank you and damien if we can end with a lovely song that'd be smashing what's the name of your tune again your single it's called listen to the radio all right here we go then damien edwin's singing cats in space listen to the radio thanks guys
4: the universe said we gotta hold on tight stand shoulder to shoulder nothing we can't fight Through troubled times, if we do what's right, let's rock this planet of ours and unite and
1: listen to the rain.
4: that we need
1: If everyone plays